0: If you only knew how much money has been spent to brainwash you, you would actually feel really special. That Kate Daly Show starts now. From Dallas, Texas, the flash apparently official President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago. Vice President Lyndon Johnson has left the hospital in uh, Dallas, but we do not know uh, to where he has proceeded. Uh, Presumably, he will be taking the oath of office shortly and become uh, the 36th President of the United States. You could tell that uh, Walter Cronkite was visibly shaken, as was the nation at that time and here we are the 60th anniversary so it's a deep dive Friday I'm doing the whole show today Uh, no guests it's I'm taking you through a deep dive and I just covered I went from Hugh Hefner and Playboy to Marilyn Monroe uh, that's who made Hugh Hefner famous (laughs) and uh, Marilyn Monroe to to now we're going to talk a little bit more about JFK and some things that aren't talked about aren't publicized widely and could be surprising for a lot of people out there but it's the 60th anniversary and I thought you know what sometimes it's really good to get some fresh takes on things and then you can do your homework and decide um, what you want to decide about the story but I think there's so many things we don't know and I don't like that I don't like that you know that tagline coming in um, if you knew how much money was spent on brainwashing (laughs) you'd feel really special it's the truth that is the truth um, I think Marilyn Monroe was a CIA asset. I think she was groomed to be Marilyn Monroe. She had a very troubled past. They had things on her. And they picked her out of obscurity. And um, and she was known as JFK's lover. Um, and some people point out that Robert Kennedy's lover too, but who knows. Um, but you know what? What's interesting about that? And by the way, if you missed last hour... She uh, had to have a chin implant, widow's peak removed. She had knock knees, couldn't really walk very well, couldn't do the model runway. She was short for a model, overweight for a model, had too curly a hair for a model. They had to straighten it, color it, completely change its color, and they had to completely change her face. Um, and, and really, the only thing they could talk about was her pleasant personality. And so I don't know why that makes a model, but she worked for a defense plant and was picked out of obscurity for the role of Marilyn Monroe. Okay, I think we have a lot more projects like Marilyn in our midst. And I think if you look at the whole of media right now, if I'm being honest, the singers that we have, the people that make it, I think you need to take a big hard look at them and a big hard look at their past because I feel like we have a lot of very very controlled influencers in our in our you know presently and in our past. And really since about the 1930s, it seemed to have really gained a lot of traction. So the big storyline with JFK is that he was a ladies' man, okay? A ladies' man, a ladies' man, a ladies' man. Now, we have been told that over and over and over again. Whenever I get told a story over and over and over again, I'm always a little suspicious about it, to tell you the truth. And sometimes it could work out to be that. Okay, and sometimes it does. Actually, I think one thing, but no, I'm proven wrong. And history says something else. But in this case, it was really strange because um, Marilyn was said to have had this affair with him and Jackie knew all about it. And I think there's more to that story. So I'm going to come back to that. But I also want to talk a little bit about um, the assassination itself for just a second. It seemed as though, and when you read the book, The Inheritance, The Poison Fruit of the JFK Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton, I like this book a lot because it talks about some angles and some storylines that you probably haven't heard. And it describes a lot because Christopher Fulton spent time in prison because he had obtained the Cartier watch that Jackie gave to JFK. He wasn't supposed to have any jewelry on. The Secret Service came up and swept him in his room for all the jewelry before he got into the infamous car. And so he wasn't supposed to have any jewelry on, but J- but Jackie had picked up this Cartier watch that she had brought in, and she had her people bring in, and got it out, retrieved it to give to him as a present, uh, to give it back to him after I think it had been repaired so, when they got out to the car, there's a picture of him waving in the infamous car, and he's wearing the watch around his wrist, okay? And he wasn't supposed to have that on him. For some reason, the Secret Service did not want him having any jewelry on. And it is said that Johnson had a lot to do with this. Johnson had everything to lose. Johnson was a known criminal, known murderer, okay? Had uh, hatched a lot of murder plans, and was probably going down for it, okay? The deal was, was if he didn't become president, he was probably going to go to prison. And he knew that. And he wanted that spot as president. Okay. So the night before, allegedly telling a mistress of his that, oh, hey, um, yeah, uh, stuff's going to go down tomorrow and everything's going to change in a very knowing way. Okay. Well, that watch proved pivotal because that watch had fragments on it um, from certain types of guns. And that watch changed hands. In fact, um, the person that retrieved the watch was Evelyn, the secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, uh, Kennedy's secretary, and had it in her possession. And then, of course, it got into Christopher Fulton's possession. And he actually met with JFK Jr. right before JFK Jr.'s death. And they discussed um, making sure he got that piece of evidence. And then he died. And JFK Jr. was on a was on a mission. To figure out what happened to his father. Well, I think there was way more of this that was CIA planned. um, And there was so much more to the story that's very, very curious. But this cover-up with the help of Hoover, okay, the help of Hoover... Um, that uh, Johnson knew exactly how this was going to end up and participated in the Kennedy assassination, which awarded him the ultimate prize, the Office of President of the United States, along with three quarters of a billion dollars in today's money of taxpayer funds for him and his friends, and the extreme pressure that built up between the Kennedy's CIA Pentagon mafia, and I'm not even mentioning the gold standard. (laughs) That's part of the story, too. Um, But he wanted to end the Cold War. And that was all swept away. Kennedy wanted to end the Cold War. Whenever you want to end war, not a good idea for the powers that be, because that's where they're making their money. Okay, And, uh, and this also translates, and if I can get to it today, I will, but this also translates into the Watergate story. Because Watergate, as you know, was a really strange occurrence of making a mountain out of a molehill of something that happened and then making sure that Nixon was taken out of office for it. Now Nixon had prosecuted Alger Hiss and they didn't like that because he was a known communist. So the deep state didn't like their boy Alger Hiss um, having that happen. So a little bit of, of this was payback for that. But for the most part, it was about the war powers act and it was about money and it was about war profiting and ending war. Same thing with the Kennedy thing too. They didn't want amending more. They didn't want, uh, the CIA did not want, uh, JFK to take away the power of the CIA to expose the CIA. Okay. And, uh, So when you get into this story, it's a lot more about Johnson's aides like Cliff Carter making several calls from the White House to law enforcement officials in Dallas and to the attorney general of Dallas, ordering them not to file any charges of conspiracy or release any statement that referred to more than one shooter. That was Cliff Carter, Johnson's aide. Okay. Also, President Kennedy's murder should have remained in the jurisdiction of the state of Texas, both to investigate and to prosecute. And it didn't. Johnson pulled all the evidence from Dallas except what Robert Kennedy secured and gave it to the FBI in Washington where Hoover ran the entire investigation, which, you know, wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> okay. In the same book, and this is from The Inheritance, in this same book, uh, Christopher Fulton also talks about uh, Marilyn Monroe being a spy and her code word was Masha. And she met with um, JFK as a spy, as did some other women, because he created a network of women, kind of like the spies of George Washington, that spy network. He created a network of women that would give information back and forth. Because when the stars at that time were traveling back and forth, there was a lot of well-known stars working as military assets. Uh, Marlene Dietrich, uh, several, you know, there were there were actually more than several. There were many stars working in this capacity because no one suspected as they would land in different countries for shoots and stuff that they were going to pass along information or get information. They were kind of the perfect spies. Well, Marilyn, um, it is said that Marilyn was one of his spies. And so the comings and goings in and out of the White House, along with some other beautiful women, maybe it wasn't the woman the the ladies man kind of arrangement than it was a spying network okay and the cia did not like this because obviously they wanted to be in charge of all the secrets all the corruption but um but jfk wanted to get information back and forth and this was the best way he could do it and maybe this is why marilyn met her untimely death was because she was actually an agent an asset Okay, she didn't get to Hollywood because of her looks and she didn't get to Hollywood because of her acting skills. They actually had to make her into who she was in order to sell her as an actress and to sell her as a goddess and a sex symbol. And it has nothing to do with her sweet, cute personality, because I think she really had that. (laughs) But it has everything to do with the role she played and for whom she played it. That's where it gets interesting. And as far as JFK goes, there was a big storyline and I'm not quite sure why of this ladies, man, ladies, man, ladies, man thing. And I think we ought to take a look at that because whenever I'm told a story and it's choked down my throat and I get, I get it told over and over and over again, then usually with the media, it's not that story or they're trying to hide a story or they're trying to tell a different story or a spin on a story. And I would think that, um, Jackie wouldn't just put up with that, right? Knowing all these women coming into the White House. I mean, come on, right? I don't think that was the case. And so when I come back, I'll talk a little bit more about um, about JFK, about his best friend that lived in the White House. And most people don't know that. In fact, Jackie said over and over and over again, oh yeah, um, Lem Billings, he lived with us. He lived with us from day one, from the day I we, we were married. It was Lem All the time. Lem was always in the room. He was in the back of every picture. He was an advisor. He was a best friend. There's even a book called Jack and Lem. Interesting thing about that book, though, as it describes their friendship, Marilyn Monroe never mentioned in that book. And some of the ladies thought to be the spies that he was having these so-called affairs with. It's fascinating that Marilyn Monroe didn't even make it into that book. But I thought Marilyn Monroe was the big, you know, affair that he had, right? In Hollywood, everybody kind of recognizes that, right? Or thinks that. But maybe that's not the truth. I'm going to come right back. Oh, you're not going to want to miss this. <laughs> com on a Friday, Deep Dive Friday. Hey, we're all still alive today. We were all supposed to die today. Remember that? Be right back. Kate Dally Show. Hey, everyone. Quick message here. I just wanted to tell you about uh, about something Birch Gold is doing over the next week. And, you know, the reason I tell you to go to them is this is who I trust. There's a lot of people that come to me that want me to refer to them, to sell gold and silver to them or what have you. Nope, no way. This is who I trust. I trust Birch Gold, and this is why I talk about him on the air, and this is why I waited 13 years to talk about anyone on the air is I really wanted to make sure it was somebody I knew I could trust. This is why Ron Paul trusts them, Steve Bannon trusts them. A lot of people with a lot of money. And let me just tell you, they're very, very good at what they do and they're very good at advice. They have a Black Friday event uh, Mar- from uh, March, <laughs> from November 17th to November uh, 24th, okay? And when you open a gold IRA and back it with gold, which might not cost you anything to do, for every $10,000 you spend, by December 22nd, Birch Gold is going to send you a free gold bar. And this is, you have to text Kate to 989898, okay? That that phone number, 989898, to claim eligibility before Black Friday, all right? So Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold for no money out of pocket, and you still get the free gold bars. Isn't that amazing? For every 10000 you put into an account backed with gold, you're going to get a free gold bar. I just think that's kind of amazing. So take advantage of this. It is, um, it is uh, the 17th uh, through the 24th. Just make sure you go and do this. Text 989898 and text my name. All right? Really appreciate you doing that because I know you're going to get the information you need. Information's free. So this is just going to give you the info and then you can decide what to do. But it's some good advice for you. And I really like good advice. You know that. I do my homework. But this is who I trust most importantly. And I want to I want to stress that. This is who I trust. These are the guys I trust. Thanks, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kennedy 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 Kennedy, 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 Do you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through? But that's a dog on season that he won't try something new. A man who's old enough to know. And young enough to try. Kennedy, Kennedy, Well it's good to know the president uh, ads haven't changed. <laughs> They're always uh Marketed to the hilt, right? <laughs> Whoever we get for president marketed to the hilt. Um, and, you know, in the in telling these things and, and looking at the story from some different vantage points, it's really about just uncovering the truth and trying to get to the truth. And doesn't I mean, we can all have our preconceived notions. And I know that the story's crammed the Camelot story crammed on our throat. But actually, Jackie admitted later that um, that Camelot thing wasn't very real. It was just something added in to the interview that she did. Um, and then they turned it into looking back at Camelot. Um, anyway, uh, please text Birch Gold ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight. Text my name, Kate. And then I know you're good with information because they're going to send you some information when you do that. And it's so well worth it. You could ha- help a, fr- a friend or a family member, but it's so nice. You can help yourself get your retirement, get your assets, get the things backed with gold you probably haven't done that. it's probably just sitting out there. Oh, you need to back it with gold just in case. We know digital currency is coming in. Wells Fargo already announced that it'll be here in a few years. And you might only have a certain window for this also um, to do these kinds of things. Also uh, they have a black Friday special and it's free gold bars, which is amazing because no one else is offering you that. So I would go and uh, at least get their information text ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight and my name, Kate. Okay. Um, trying to kind of hurry through this, but, um, Lem, uh, Kirk Lemoyne Billings, Lem Billings, they met when, uh, they were in high school. Um, this was his best friend and they, he was 15. JFK was 15 and he was a year older. Uh, his, he, he went by Lem. Lem was 16 and he was a whole year older and he was actually looked more like a grown man, like a grown guy, kind of like, um, Allen and Bill Gates, kind of Bill Gates looked like he was kind of young, you know, and uh, and the other guy looked like he was a thousand years old. Same thing with this. Um, But uh, this guy became friends with JFK and went to the family Christmas dinner in Palm Beach in 1933 and then joined the Kennedy family for the holidays, participated in all their family events, was treated like a member of the family. Joe Sr. calling him um, my second son. But he was there for everything. In fact, in fact, uh, Lem wanted so badly to stay in school with the one year younger Kennedy that he actually repeated his senior year so they could graduate together. Um, In 1937, Billings and Kennedy took a summer trip through Europe, which was um, two and a half months long. This is a picture of them. They actually bought a dog together um, and named it, and then they found out that uh, JFK had a horrible allergy. But these two um, basically, and you can see this photo if you're watching this on uh, Lindell TV, you can see this photo of them sitting on the back of this bumper with this dog and uh, very close with this dog. They had uh, named this dog together and had this dog for that entire summer. The summer, or the summer uh, before that, the summer before that, the summer in between the summer trip and um, Lem and him in high school graduating, even after being ill, even after being sick, it was really strange because JFK had been bedridden, right? Because he had colitis and they thought he had Addison's. They thought he had all these, these they thought he had leukemia. But, but his dad sent him to um, this ranch in Arizona. To work kind of hard labor for this ranch. It was a really strange thing. This guy's ranch. He was a um, he was an insider guy, and he owned this ranch. His name was Jack uh, Spendles. I can't remember the last name. Um, and he owned this ranch, and and he put him to work. He said, and he worked him real hard. And I'm thinking how the guy JFK was kind of thinner and sickly looking, and had a tough time even getting through school. So I don't know why uh, Joe Senior you know, sent him far away out to Arizona to go work on a ranch. It was a really kind of a strange thing that he did there, but um, he did that ranch and then he came back and then he traveled with Billings and Billings actually had a room in the White House. He had a room in the White House. He never had a White House pass. It wasn't needed. uh, They were told Um, a lot of people thought he was secret service. He wasn't. But uh, even Jackie said, you know, he's with us every weekend, he's with us uh, most of the time, and he's with us for every holiday, and I mean everything. Lem Billings was around, and I don't know if people realize that's because they called him more of the obscure man in the background in every photo. But I did find it kind of strange that that was the case, because he was everywhere that the Kennedys were. Traveled with Kennedy and then stayed home with uh, Jackie. It was just, it was, it, it was a strange arrangement. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Not as tired as she used to get. Gives her energy to do things around the house. I really appreciate it. I really like your product. I'm happy with it. You don't have to really think about it anymore. You've got it and it's in your diet. Regularity. Let's put it that way. It's very good because I don't always eat my vegetables and fruit, so I know I'm better with it. A little more energy and just feeling pretty good overall. seems to work so far, no complaints. I feel something good. I can't point my finger on, but I feel good in general. So I do have a little bit more energy, you know, do stuff after work, whereas before I didn't really want to do stuff and just wanted to sit around. I think I have a little more energy. I'm an older, disabled person, and I don't always eat properly. It's just feeling a little stronger that way. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order. This is the Kate Daly Show. Privileged kid from Massachusetts. Roman Catholic Irish ancestry. John F. Kennedy song Alright, welcome back Hey Daly Show, I know, it's a Friday So we're kind of going through the past And maybe taking a fresh new look at it um, And of course visit my sponsors Balance of Nature, get the product Get the product so you feel better. You're going to feel better and look better. Isn't that going to be great? And uh, balanceofnature.com. Code word is Kate. When you use my first name, you get 35% off in free shipping. They'll send it out right away. And then you can experience the difference that everybody else is. It takes about 10 days to feel it, and you're going to feel so much better. Oh, my gosh. It's just life-changing. It really is. Balanceofnature.com. It's the food supplement everybody should be taking. Um, 31 fruits and vegetables. That's why a day, which I know you're not eating. All right, so let's go back to this because this is all well-known stuff. Um, you know, even into Wikipedia of all places. I mean, this is all well-known, but I don't think it was known at the time, and I think it was kind of well, like in the background at the time, and everybody at the White House kind of knew that Lem was everywhere. JFK was, but it wasn't really talked about. And uh, and by the way, um, it was known from. Early on in their meeting, when um, JFK was 15 and, and Lem was 16, that that Lem was gay. But it wasn't outed at the time. The family knew, and um, of course, uh, uh, people in the White House knew. But it just wasn't out there, because at the time, wouldn't have been anyway, right? Uh, it was a weird time. Um, not a weird time, but it was a time when they just didn't do that, right? You just didn't come out like that. But that JFK knew and in the in the books like uh, David Pitts, um, uh, you know, Jack and Lem um, a story about their best friendship. It was interesting because um, the same thing he just kept saying that JFK was liberal and woke and and that he just accepted the fact that Lem was gay and didn't care and it was fine with him. OK, um, now the older brother was supposed to be president until he was killed in uh, World War Two. And then of course, um, the dad even, even had a hard time, even kind of accepting that John Kennedy would now be the president and that he was like, Oh, it was the, it was the the first son that was supposed to be the president. And he's been known to have said that he was kind of like not happy about it for some odd reason. Um, but Kennedy's dad was a new world order guy, a total insider. And, um, and had his sights on exactly what his kids would be and the opportunities that they that they would get. Now, if you go back into JFK's hero story, um, he sent, he he put a message on a coconut shell and sent that off with some people. And a week or two later, it hit where exactly where it was supposed to get to and they got saved and he was able to save them. So that's a really interesting kind of um, hero story. I mean, the fact that he could inscribe something on a coconut shell and send it, send it off and it got to the exact right place it was supposed to so he could get rescued, kind of amazing story. Um, But back to Lem, Lem had a room in the White House. Um, He had his stuff in the White House. He lived there. Um, He was there for everything, the birthday parties, you name it. And, um, and also Billings also declined Kennedy's offer to appoint him to the first head of the Peace Corps. And he said, he said, uh, I realized I did not want to work for the president because I felt it would change our relationship. So he didn't want him as his boss. And, uh, then he put him in charge of the Kennedy center and, um, and, uh, all kinds of different little roles like New York world's fairs, things like that. And uh, he visited almost every single weekend to his special room at the White House. And the first lady even replied, Jackie replied, he's been my guest house since I was married. So she was very much used to LEM. And then he would stay away for a long period of time. Um, He also got her to redo the White House. It was his idea, actually, initially to redo the White House, to redecorate it, uh, refurb it. And um, Billings organized White House dinner parties for the president and old friends and um, also traveled with him extensively to other countries, uh, was along for that ride. And then um, people saw him so much, said one of the presidential aides, that they thought he was Secret Service. Like I said, never had a White House pass Um Jack and Jackie were so nice about this. He said, "I uh, was quoted that I didn't even have to tell them whether I was coming or going. He was just there all the time. They called him the nondescript character in the back of every picture, and if you if you also notice, he was standing behind Jackie as they were walking behind the casket, and they called the people in the White House called him the the um, grieving widow. Strange, really strange." They said he was grieving harder than Jackie was. It was really strange. Um, Also, um, you know, um, well, there's so many stories about him being involved with the Kennedy family, too. You kind of wonder what kind of influence he also had on uh, Jack Kennedy because he was a close, close, close advisor. Um, And like I said, they traveled Europe for months together. And so they had this very special relationship. Um. Also, when he died, um, when he died, oh, by the way, he's the one that cared for him through the surgeries. So there's pictures of Jackie back when he got spinal surgery, uh, when they were first married. And then um, it was Lem who took care of him. He was his nurse. And uh, Vidal uh, thought Jackie Kennedy thought Billings was kind of a nothing, but Jack needed him and she was practical is what uh, Gore Vidal said, uh, who was banned from the White House after a run-in with Billings. Um, but that often, Lem Billings played the nurse and was there uh, during that time too. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot there uh, to go over. So it's it's funny that you would have somebody this prominent in the White House, but hardly ever talked about. Because I think if you guys were around then, you probably didn't hear his name very much. Um, then Jackie was trying to close lem out a little bit more in 1963. And um, they did have dinner at the White House with Greta Garbo, who was actually a well-known asset, by the way, um, on uh, November 13, 1963, nine days before the president's assassination in Dallas. Um, also, his dying wish, he died of, um, I think it was heart trouble. His dying wish at 65 years old was to have the Kennedy boys carry his casket in and um, so when they got to the funeral the casket was already there but they they ceremoniously picked it up and then walked it back in a circle so that he would get his dying wish he was he was very much um, into the family once robert kennedy died by assassination he fell into this very very deep depression and uh, started doing a lot of drugs and so from there on out he wasn't as accepted by the Kennedy family Um, but uh, they were very very close so that's something that a lot of people do not know about that time Um, because you know why I mean we were we were kind of told different stories weren't we I mean when you look back at it this story wasn't told Um, but they were they were best friends very 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 much so so when you, when you look at this also, JFK was also naval intelligence in South Carolina, and he was actually sent to Panama, but he complained because it was so far away from the action, and he um, enlisted, I think it was a senator or a congressman, to get closer to the action. But then the story of the coconut, I mean, that's a crazy story. You got to admit, that's a crazy story. You inscribe something on a coconut, and you give it to some people, and you're rescued 10 days later. Very, very crazy story there. Um, and then also awarded a lot of medals and so forth. Um, there was a PT boat. And when asked about it, he said, well, a PT boat. My PT boat got cut in half, and that's why I'm a war hero. He had a good sense of humor. Um, so there was that, too. But I, I also wanted to mention, too, you know, the family, uh, Rosie, as they called her, the, inf- the infamous lobotomy, you know, it was said later on that she just had depression and, and some mental illness, And they would refer to her as mentally retarded and the family, Joseph, uh, the dad didn't want the embarrassment of her spoiling any of the boys careers. And so they gave her a lobotomy and stuck her in care. And then the family never visited her for 20 years until after his death and didn't even tell the kids where she was. Um, but that she could talk and do all kinds of things. Once they had the surgery, she had a hard time walking and talking But that's how insane he was over how everyone perceived everyone in that family. And I I say that because you have to keep that in mind. That when you're listening to all this, he was very much into how people were going to perceive. It was always the picture, the advertising, and the marketing of the of the Kennedy family. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. By using discount code KATE. Hey guys, go to the website, Look for FIQ Copper. The recuperate copper product is amazing. I've been taking it, and I've got blood tests to prove how well I'm doing since I've been taking it. Also, uh, I take the magnesium with it. That's very important too. So I also take their magnesium. I ordered their whole sea, which I absolutely love, and their cod liver oil. If you need thyroid help, that's a wonderful place to start with thyroid naturally. So they have so many wonderful products, but you have to click on the FIQ um, ad at the bottom of Kate Daly Radio. Dot com, and I hope you do so because you're going to get terrific prices on these products. And I believe in the delivery system of these products. They are amazing. FIQ is off the hook amazing. Try it out. This is the Kate Daly Show. Take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. Something touched me deep inside the day the music died. It felt that way. I think for America, it felt that way. We realized that something like that could happen, and people finally realized that the government and the CIA, mafia, joined together and were able to carry it out. That's the sad part of that. Um... There was no lone shooter. Um, Oswald worked for the CIA. Also, Gerald Ford. uh, Gerald Ford was a member of the Warren Commission that hid a lot of the stuff that happened, and um, he was installed as president as a little reward. They do a lot of rewards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they do a lot. I, I might not have time to get into uh, Watergate as much as I wanted to today, too, because there's there's an element of the whole 60s that's all about the CIA showing their muscle. But I will mention something about that in a second. Um, so w- another thing about this is that... Um, Oh, before that, I just want to mention the archive next week as a Thanksgiving gift to you. Of course, reruns are going to play next week, but I just wanted to give you a gift of 20 shows that you might not have heard or, or they're in the way back machine and, and really good shows that you've got to hear truths about kind of shows. Okay. And that'll be available to you starting Saturday. Um, 20 shows that are going to be on SoundCloud. So they won't have a date on them as normal shows do, but in any case, you'll see them. Okay. There, but, uh, Also Jackie you know he was a confirmed bachelor JFK and so of course didn't get married in his 20s and it wasn't until he was 36 years old that he married Jackie and Charles Bartlett the insider deep state journalist is the one that introduced them at a dinner party because Jack asked for um, to meet certain girls of a certain stature you know the families you know it's all in the the bloodlines but um wanted to meet a certain kind of girl uh, that he could marry. And so he had to be introduced to them, which is kind of strange because if you go back in time, there wasn't a whole lot of girlfriends or anything. And then all of a sudden you have to, you have to, you're a congressman, but you have to, you you can't meet anyone, I guess. So he had to have dinner parties where he could meet a couple of women that would likely be somebody he could date. And uh, so he didn't get married until, she's almost 40, right? 36. So on the flip side of the thirties. So that's kind of interesting. Um, and, um, like I said before, the, the strange, um, the strange part about having this extra guy in the white house (laughs) for everything. And then Jackie saying, Oh yeah. Uh, since we got married, Lem's always there. Very strange. And, um, and then not talked about and kind of hidden a little bit more at the time, which was strange as well. So I bring these things up because a lot of this is, um, I think, hard for people to kind of think about some of these other stories that didn't get told and why didn't they get told. And then when you get into Watergate, that's a whole other scenario. I'll take a call. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. Um, in the 30s. Both John Kennedy and his father were going through Hollywood having affair after affair. Now he may be Mm -hmm. bisexual, but this was kept quiet during his presidency when it was run. This was uh, not, it's kind of known now, but uh, Mm -hmm. in the PT 101, you know, he was announced. Through, all throughout the military nobody allows a PT boat to be run over by a destroyer mm-hmm. uh, you have to be an utter idiot the PT boats are so much faster so much more maneuverable mm-hmm. but he should have uh, been thrown out of the military then but you know they had plans for him uh, yeah. and you know he's always been part of he was always part of the conspiracy what we were doing in the 60s it was mm-hmm. fighting all his leftist yeah. communist uh, pro-communist mm-hmm. uh, uh, policies yeah. Uh, yeah so now they maybe did a thing or two Right, but that doesn't right. mean he wasn't working for the conspiracy. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. His dad was an insider, and then of course, when the older brother died, he was the option, and got him in there. And uh, it, it turns out that the mafia helped a little bit with the the votes. <laughs> a little stuffing going on, a little Thanksgiving stuffing. Anyway, that ah, they were kind of paid off to help. Okay. Anyway, let me talk about Watergate for just a second. Let's see how much of this I can get in. Um, Are we supposed to believe that Richard Nixon was keeping tapes of himself in the White House? This comes from Miles Hat Tip. We are supposed to believe that Nixon was bugging himself. (laughs) Okay. That somebody else, isn't it believable that somebody else was? And has any other president kept tapes of private conversations? No. Why would he? And um, was he just creating uh, incriminating evidence? when there was no need to makes no sense on any level and surprise that anyone would believe it. And of course making these tapes and it was for something that they did a lot of. So it wasn't something unusual. The whole Watergate thing was kind of made into the Watergate scandal, Watergate, everything became a gate after that. But at the time it was kind of like this really Hmm. interesting. Um, and there's no way those tapes would have survived um, to be turned over to Congress or any other, any other body uh, subpoena or no subpoena. And then you have to wonder why the CIA um, was up for some sort of public investigation, because you know that that would have been shoved under the table. They got rid of Kennedy at that time, so they were in control of the presidency, What's not known about the about the Nixon presidency is that um, when Kissinger was installed, Kissinger was the president. It's kind of like Cheney to Bush. It was Kissinger to Nixon. And Kissinger was the guy. He was the guy that was hiring all the deep states. He was the guy that was actually doing all of it, coordinating everything. And it looked like we had Nixon for president, but it wasn't. We actually had Nixon. I mean, we actually had uh, Kissinger for president. And um, they left Nixon out of a lot of decisions. They did a lot of things without Nixon. Um, and then, of course, they wanted to turn on Nixon a little bit for the Alger Hiss thing, but there was more to the story. And it was because of the war powers thing. There was a, a definite tug of war going on with war. And you don't end war, you don't, peace does not pay. <laughs> peace does not pay these guys. And so there were a couple things that happened. The CIA has this very public thing going on and they show a heart attack gun in the, in the, in the, in two, and the public sees this. And it was part of the hearings, but the heart attack gun was actually a threat to Congress at that point on Congress and the Senate to say, you want to do anything? We can Hoover you, <laughs> you know, basically um, Hoover died of a sudden heart attack in bed. We can do something to you And no one's ever going to know it. And so here's this gun and we're going to show it to you in the hearing so that from here on out, you're never going to investigate us again. But we wanted this investigation so that we could publicly sort of show you what was going to happen to you. If you ever tried to do anything in in Congress or the Senate that was going to mean anything. Because at that point, the CIA had taken over. CIA and the FBI had really taken over. And... um, and it was, they had the power and capability to do so. And they did so with Kissinger at the helm and the Kissinger coordinating all these ties that we have now to um, China um, and different ties across, across the world. But it was really Kissinger as president. I don't think most people realize that. Strange times. But those 60s and up until 75, the things that happened in that 15-year span was a changeover of power. A big changeover of power that then said... This is who's in charge of your president. That's why I say the president doesn't matter anymore. just doesn't matter as much as we think it is at all. You guys, be faithful, be fearless. Thanks for listening today. Deep Dive Friday. I do this every once in a while and I love it. And It's kind of fun to go back into the archives and check it out. But there you go. You can go do your own homework. Thanks, you guys. Have a great weekend.